What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Italian Football TV. Serie A round one is in the books. Mike, I think our Serie A predictions are already looking bad. <laughs> were we wrong about Napoli? I think we're definitely wrong about Napoli. They look Dude, good. They look sick. Dude, they look like they're going to win the Scudetto after the first round. They were literally probably my favorite team to watch. Like, just yeah. the style that they played. Yeah, for sure. They also had one player that was on my mind all night. The guy, I mean, he was it was like a dream to watch. Did you feel the same way? Varatskelia. He was Ooh, a beast. Very good pronunciation. I think I'm not, I'm not Georgian, but... I think it was pretty good. Well, you're not Georgian either. <laughs> you have no idea how to pronounce it. Neither do I, but that's how I'm going with. But yeah, he looked good. Kim looked pretty solid over there. And when Verona scored early, I was like, oh, what's going on? I then when they equalized, I was like, what's going on? I they just scored three goals nonstop. And they're going to get their Mercato still in the end. They have Raspadori coming. They have Endombele coming. And who else do they have? They have Simeone coming. So with those guys coming in, they look fun to watch. They could have, it was six, they, they put six goals in the net. But one was uh, taken away, Unas, I believe, because it was a foul or offside or something like that. But they could have scored a few more. And it, it was a very fun to watch against a tricky Verona side. Not a tricky Verona side because this in is not the same Verona in as last seasons, year. It is as different as different can be. I'll start off with Verona since you led me there. Trophy's the new coach. I didn't really understand this hire because his Udinese was like a more physically power team. They didn't really touch the ball as much. It was it was more long balls and in the air. Mm -hmm. And Tudor was completely different. Under Tudor, they had the fifth best attack in Serie A with their coach, with Elis Verona's team under Tudor. He left because they were selling players. They lost Caprari. They lost Simeone. I looked up the stats. Between the two of them, between goals and assists, they made up 63% of Verona's goals. That's who they sold this summer, and they still could sell Barak. And that's without mentioning other players Most that they likely going to sell Barak. Verona did not look good at all. The only reason why I think that they'll still be higher up in the table is because I think the teams below them looked worse. But shifting the focus to Napoli, because I still think, I mean, you go into opening day, teams struggled against, Fiorentina struggled against Cremonese, Inter struggled Inter, against Lecce. Lecce yeah. You still have to go out there and perform. And Napoli looked probably the best out of all the teams. For me, I kept looking at their midfield. My gosh, I thought to myself, this is how a midfield is supposed to be built. Lobotka, Angisa, Zielinski. You mean Iniesta? The three of them, yeah, Lob <laughs> Spalletti said that uh, Iniesta, uh, Lobotka looked like Iniesta. The three of them balance each other out so well. They complement each good. other. Some bring uh, an aspect where they like to break up the game. Others a little bit more technical. And then Zielinski, who likes to break the line. He's the midfielder who goes up and scores a goal. I mean, there is perfect balance there. I totally forgot about Fabian Ruiz even being sold. That's how good they looked. And then Krada, who we were just talking about. Goal and assist. Unbelievable player. Also dominant in the air because he's a big boy. He scored on that header. Constantly dribbling his man. We said the one thing that we'll take credit for is that we knew that this kid was going to be good. And it wasn't, you know, obviously I didn't watch him before, but Napoli have a great track record at finding talent in this way. And I think when you think about the service that, all respect to Insigne, when you think about the service he brought to the team last year, that left side is a massive upgrade. And plus he got that assist for sure. I definitely get what you're saying. Insignia was more of like the aging kind of player that you expected that move to be happening. And now seeing an energetic player that wants to make a name for himself, it's very exciting to see someone like him 
him, Lozano played a very good two on the flank, and bringing someone like Politano on is really helping this attack. And of course, Osiman over there. Zielinski also played good. I got to give my shout out to him. He was stringing over a few passes, and of course, Lobotka behind him. Incredible overall. And Spalletti, I think, I think he's gonna prove a lot of people like us, including wrong this season. I mean, I don't. I can still maintain. I, I think that that third, fourth, and fifth spot will be battled out between Juventus, yeah, I'm not Napoli, saying it's not, and Roma. We got to figure a spot. For I them. think that the the places will be very close. No, well, I see people who have Napoli in eighth place. Yeah, which that's is crazy, absurd to me. That's I don't crazy. think it's going to be like that. The big thing that Napoli will struggle with is the leadership because they did lose those four key players within their squad. And Spalletti even said yeah. losing that is tough. That will be the challenge of the season. But I think when you turn talk in terms of talent, even Kim Min Jai who was playing in the back. He has big shoes to fill with uh, Khalidou Koulibaly, but he looks fast. He looks like on the ball. He's super talented. And physical. And as we know that in the past, a lot of players who come over from other leagues initially struggle, especially defenders, but then they'll be able to adapt. So lots of upside. I think more than anything, Napoli fans needed this big win. So good, good for them. For sure. Speaking about teams that looked better than maybe we expected, Juventus. How good Maybe for you, is this buddy. Juventus going to be when they're fully healthy? When they got Pogba back, Chiesa back, now Di Maria back. Costa's really playing. My gosh, what a what a squad that they actually have. As much as I want to praise them a lot, because I did put them second place, and everyone's going crazy. How you put them second place? Sassuolo was were very poor. Like, I want to give a lot of credit to Juve, but Sassuolo just didn't look like they stepped on in the field. They, they did not look good at all. But Juve took advantage of it. And when's the last time they won by three goals? It was actually... How many seasons? I actually have that. 12 tw games. Tw they went 12 games in a row without scoring more than two goals. Oh, I expected much more, to be honest with you. Still a lot. To be honest. Yeah, it's a lot. But for, for a Juve, team like Juventus? Juve's always, like, grinding out 1-0 wins and stuff like that. But 3-0... Uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun to watch when Pogba's was on the field. Di Maria, we saw a few glimpses of him. Can't believe people good. doubted this guy. Forget about he the injury. Good. People doubted nice. the quality that he has at his age. My gosh, amazing goal good. and assist. He is phenomenal on the right side. Only downside is that he got hurt, and now the newspapers are saying twenty to twenty-five days. Yeah, it shouldn't be too he, long. He'll yeah. return back, which isn't too bad in hindsight. I think the thing is, you know, we criticized also the defense, right? People said even Alexandro and Danilo, those are the two guys that I had big question marks. Alexandro looked like his old self. He played a really good game. I was, I was surprised. It was, it's only one game I want to wait on him, but he did, he did look like the first season he came from Porto. I was like, whoa, I'm sorry. He was really running uh, for the ball. Almost got a penalty, too, in the first couple of minutes. Uh, running, surging in the box, but not bad so far. Allegri probably told him, was like, listen, if you don't do good this time, you're, we're bringing you back to Portugal or something. But he's looking good so far in his first game. The biggest thing that I noticed, though, yeah. and this was the frustration, because you're saying Sassuolo didn't look good, yeah. but for the first 20 minutes or so, right before the first goal, minutes before the first goal, there was something that changed. And when I saw the lineup to begin with, I said, this is classic Allegri. This is the fear of Juventus. Because... Juventus has a potential to go on, and they, by the way that they've gone about this transfer market, they need to compete for the Scudetto. A team that's challenged fourth place two times in a row and spent the way that they spent, it's not acceptable, especially with a coach like Allegri at your helm. Yeah. You don't bring him back to just get you top four. He he started the game in a scared fashion with his 4-4-2, put blocks of players in front, play Di Maria in a position that he's really not good at, play McKenney on the left side, Cuadrado on the right. Minutes 
literally minutes before they scored their first goal, the change happened, and the change was Cuadrado going to left wing, 4-3-3 formation, Di Maria to the right, Vlaovic in the middle, McKenney goes back to his normal midfield position. Change the game. Fundamentally, change the game. So for me, the biggest thing is Allegri needs to take the breaks off this team. He's He's got the break on. He's constantly got the break on. Yeah. You have players that are talented that can push forward. You can no longer just keep playing this conservative approach. and Just the way that I see it. There are times, but starting the season against Asuolo at home in a way with a 4-4-2, I just want to see him get the best out of the squad. He I, learned, he adapted, he mm-hmm. changed it early on, which made the team score three goals. I feel like it's embedded in his DNA. I feel like Alegre can never let it 100% the breaks off. He's always going to have some kind of... Be a little conservative in some way, but so far we've seen the first game. You were a little critical on Juve in in the prediction video. Considering all the players that aren't playing and in the Mercato, it's likely they're going to get Memphis and Paredes. What do you think of this? I don't know about likely for Paredes anymore because, oh, worst news was Rabiot falling through with Manchester United. That's true, And they need to sell him or Artur, and Artur's wages are a problem for But Memphis looks like a... a, Yeah, they say Depay is a really good player. Juve's attack is already incredible. Could you imagine someone like Memphis coming in? The thing is they do need it because you've already seen the injury problems that they've had, so they do need the rotations. I mean, I still stand by how I felt in the prediction video. Obviously, it's still early. I think that the other teams we'll talk about have that more depth, but Juventus need to make a push. It really should be them challenging for Scudetto. If you think about it, yeah, no, they should. Well, I have them second. Yeah, I definitely think they should be fighting with the rest with Milan, Inter, and uh, Milan, of course, for them, and maybe Napoli with how they played the first match for sure. Did I I? check that? Okay, a little replay. I'm not positive. Mike the Milan fan. (laughs) (laughs) He's back. Last last week, it it was not uh, people saying Mike the Milan fan in the comment section. If you check those. Roma only scored one against Salernitana. But Should we be concerned? No, because they had so many chances. Zaniolo missed 14 goals. Um, Dybala hit the post. And Salernitana is always going to be that tough defensive team that's hard, hard to break down for most Serie A teams. And it was the first game. So nothing to worry about. Crisante out of nowhere hits a beauty outside the box. Goes in. Man, I want to see Pellegrini higher up on the pitch. But uh, Roma look good, man. They can't Roma play look good. higher up on the pitch. If they change a formation, they can. They can. They well, how would they change a formation? Four, two, three, one. Who's the three? Four, two, three, one. Um, Who's the three? Pellegrini's trequartista, and on the flank, Zaniolo and Dybala. Can't play Dybala. Why not? Because that's why he left Juventus. Is because he can't play as a winger. He left Juventus because he couldn't get enough playing time. And they yeah, don't because sign he can't. Because they want to do a four, two, three. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't agree I on that. I think that the team looked great. They created so many opportunities, so many chances. They'll they'll be able to finish as no, the season sure. goes on. No, I get that part. It, the, sure. the point is that the ideas were there, and I think that they showed that the service. Zaniolo had a fantastic match. Besides the goal, no, him and Dybala played himself. two great, really, really great games. Tammy mm-hmm. Abraham also missed one, which was not really like him. From the post, so it's fine. Uh, and Pellegrini for me, I'll say this right now: Pellegrini is the best Italian midfielder. Right now, played out of position. Pellegrini is the best Italian midfielder. The guy does everything right. He sees the game in a way that very few do, so I love him. And what surprised me the most was the back line. Mancini played a really good game. I know it's against Salernitana, but his passing is actually pretty surprising. He gave a couple of really good passes that I enjoyed, and I said, listen, if there's one guy 
who could maybe make difference that we weren't counting on. That wasn't the Bala, the Tammy, the Zaniolo, but who will probably be the most crucial. It would be Mancini. If he could get into a sick form, him and Smalling, and their defense is solid. Also, they need Karsdorp as well to, to do the same. They could have a really nice squad. No cause for concern for me. And Mourinho said it best. We were able to see out a match. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. And I think Roma of a few years ago would have been up 1-0. And then Salernitano would have gotten a fluke goal. Bonatoli puts it into the back of the net. You get one point on opening day. They were mentally being able to up themselves and learn how to fight for a match. So Closing I think for games. Roma... It's better to win and get three points and learn how to grow sure. than to you know look back and only get one point. For sure. But you were saying Pellegrini, the best Italian midfielder. You, where, when did you decide this? From last season and yeah. from this round? Or from no, no, no. It's been on my mind for a little while. Okay. It's, so uh, mostly brewed, from last it was, season. It was brewing with me for a little okay. while. And I think also when, just when I watch him, I think that he's one of the few players that has a, a big range. He's got free kicks. He's got long passes. He's got vision of the game. He's also a true leader. I mean, he gives everything he has for his team. I'm just voicing it right yeah, now. I'm not against yours at all. I, I've always rated Pellegrini, but why change his position from last season? Because you have too many good players in those positions. You can't. If you have Zaniolo, Dybala, and Tammy Abraham, you need to play them in the way that they're being played right now. Well, the, the thing that was weird for me, if you if you had a great season last season... I would fit the team around him personally, the captain also. But I'm sure Mourinho is still played, gonna experiment. No, I know, but I just feel like they're losing a step in attack without him there. I'm sure Mourinho is gonna try a, a, a few more formations. They're losing a step in attack, and they created a hundred chances. It's against a learning Donna though. But I'm sure we're gonna see a, a, him in a few more positions this season. So I'm not really too concerned. And I think Mourinho is gonna find a way to fit all the good players in there. If Zaniolo stays or if he goes, regardless. We both had Inter winning the Scudetto in our prediction video. Are Inter really the strongest team though? Two one against Lecce. I mean, it was first minute, ninety fourth minute. It, th- this Inter remind me of the last two seasons. Yeah, they're they get slow in the beginning of the seasons. In the beginning of the season. But when push comes to shove, they do they do get the job done. They love scoring last minute and extra time, 95th minute. And I think within a few months, they're going to start clicking better. I don't think this is uh, anything crazy for me. No red flags for me on this one. Your boy Big Rom took only 80 seconds to score a goal. Yeah, I'm, that, that's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. But um, they, they're going to need more for him. debut. Serie A goal against Lecce too. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool stat. He loves scoring against Lecce, Conte's Conte's hometown over there. They don't like him there, by the way. What, Conte? Yeah, they hate Conte. What you guys might not know is that we sent Antonio, our Antonio, to uh, to the game. He was at Lecce Inter. Unfortunately, we couldn't post any of the videos because it was all Antonio cursing <laughs> yeah, was throughout much. the entire thing and making bad gestures. So. Uh, he he enjoyed the good time with his son, so we said, "All right, you know, have fun." He went there. He asked he asked all the Lecce fans about Antonio Conte. Uh, it wasn't good, but he enjoyed himself. He's gonna be back in America real soon. But anyway, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. no. But I think once that Lula partnership clicks, I think it's gonna be same old in there. They love scoring late, man. They love grinding out the games. That's that. I think that's just what they do. It's just part of them. Personally. I think. I think. Dumfries is a very underrated player. Not just based off this performance. He got subbed into the match. The guy is always involved. He is always a threat. He's a train. Especially 
they love their wing back to wing back crosses. Mm -hmm. The play is is actually really really fun to watch, where one wing back will will send will cross the ball in. Dumfries always gets to the head on them. I know this one wasn't that. It was a, a corner kick where Lautaro flicked it on, yeah. but he's always on the yeah. end of them. I think he even hit, I believe he hit the post, but he creates opportunities. He takes on his man one-on-one. For me, he's such an important player. I don't want to see Inter sell him by the end of the Mercato. I think he's underrated, and the fact that they were able to put him into the match just shows how deep Inter's squad really is. Brozovic was not fully fit. He had to come off. Surprising changes because I thought we would have seen someone. I think he put Mkhitaryan on when uh, and and Chalonolu slotted a little bit deeper. So I was surprised by that. And then Inzaghi does have courage. If there's one thing we could say at the end, and I know, no, I'll say it is courage even against Lecce. He had Jeko, Lautaro, Lukaku, and um, who's their who's their fourth striker? Who's Correa? Correa. They had four strikers yeah. on at one point. He threw the kitchen sink at them all trying to be able to score the goal. They ended up getting it, even if it wasn't through them. Crazy. But yeah, Inter, for me, still maybe not the most convincing of performances. Yet. But they were always in control. And the one thing I'll add is that Lecce at home is going to be trouble. I don't think that they have... They they did a lot better than I was expecting. The guy Cisse had a, had a nice match. That was a nice goal. I think Lecce at home will be tough just because they got 21,000 season ticket holders every single time and the fans are very loud and dominant but they don't they're at the end of the day they're not on the field kicking the ball around they had good parts of the um, parts of the game where they look pretty troubling i'm not gonna lie for the most part and i do think they do have some quality too the legend's gonna be one of those gritty teams especially towards the last five Serie A games when the mm. top teams are fighting for the scudetto and they hold on to a draw or something like that i i could definitely see uh Lecce being one of those teams for sure but i wanted to ask what do you think of we haven't mentioned that Perisic hasn't been there. Do you think there's a big gap without him there? Or do you think Gosen just... There will be zero gap. You think it'll be... I'm out. I'm Perisic had a great season too, which is a Doesn't big take anything away from him. Inter are so well managed from the top. Mm. And I'm talking... I'm not talking about ownership. I'm talking about the directors. That they planned for Perisic to be sold in January. And they got Gosens, who, if he returns healthy, which, I mean, we have no reason to really doubt it, will be... Just as good, if not better, than Petisic. So I'm not worried at all. They did the right business, and Petisic wanted to go, and they even Inzaghi even said that he made a life choice. He wanted to go to Tottenham. So go ahead. Inter did great replacing him before it was a problem, and they anticipated that. Speaking about anticipating, the champs got scared. Udinese scored early on. I mean, two minutes in, I even missed the goal. That was crazy. It was. Unbelievable. Udinese went 1-0 up against Milan in the San Siro. That was insane. What a match, though. The champs, they they pulled it out. They came back. They ended up winning 4-2. My boy, Brahim Diaz. Brahim Diaz came out with a vengeance this beginning of the season. He looked physically, he looked just stronger on the ball. He looked like he had, you know, a little bit of a fire up his uh, up his ass because oh, yeah. I think he knows that he's got this Belgian kid. He's got the Catalare behind him and he says no i wear the number 10 for milan i want to start the season in important fashion scored a goal got an assist and overall his movements even off the ball were pretty impressive he looks like the brahim that we knew before he got injured from last season to be honest that's how i covid right it was covid i think that like 
took him down. Was it that? Uh, regardless, whatever took him out, he he's looking like his old same old self. But then again, it's only one game. But it is fun to see. And someone that deserves some praise too is Rebic. Scored two goals. The same, He tied last season's tally already. And he's looking lethal, man. He's one of those strikers that when he's hot, he's hot. And maybe Giroud could take a little break over there. Origi, they have some, they got some players that they can play with as that number nine this season. So it's going to be a, a big let off, especially for someone like Zlatan that's going to be out from the majority of the season. I'm sure Milan fans are really happy with this. Brahim Diaz, the only thing, just to conclude with him, he started last season really good. You remember yeah, he scored like six goals early on, and then, he, and then he dipped off. So he needs to make sure that he maintains that concentration. Uh, I, but either way, um, I was impressed with Rebic. I think that Origi is going to be a, a dominant player. I is that think how you that, pronounce it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, crap. I think it's Origi. I'm saying I don't know. Let wrong. them know. Maybe. I'm maybe saying I'm wrong. wrong. Divac, Origi or we'll Origi. Well, uh, let us know in the comment section yeah. below. Uh, I think that off the bench, he's going to be super important. Milan's back line, again, I mean, I know that they weren't perfect, but I think once they put it together, they, they're the best back line in, in Italy. In Arguably, yeah. They were, you know, they were on uh, Ferragosto a little bit on some first of the game, goals. First they game, first game. They weren't uh, marking their, their men properly. I thought Benacer looked really good. Dominant in the midfield. Kind of reminds me of the Benacer from a few seasons ago. And they look great. And then De Catalare came into the match and, you know, only played 20, I think came in in the 70th minute. But big player, looked to impress, talented on the ball. I think that going into the season, this guy's going to become one of the best in Serie A. I really believe that he will become one of the best. He's got a lot of hype on him. So let's see if he can deliver. I feel like people... Are making big, big uh, things and big, big ideas for him. So I hope he really gets to fill in those shoes because he get Maldini put a lot to get this guy in uh, Milano. So let's see. I want to see this kid this season. And Maldini knows, Mike. Maldini knows. Oh, yeah. you, you, you turned around. <laughs> Mike the Milan fan is really back, even with the black and red uh, culture shirt. All right, respect, respect. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, I think that Milan, Milan look good. They got the they got the win. wasn't perfect. Also, Udinese. I think Udinese is going to be a tough team this year. We we knew that already. I think Sotil, their new coach, who came from uh, Ascoli last season, they were supposed to be 16th place, fighting for relegation to go to Serie C. They ended up getting the first round of promotion to Serie A, and then they lost with uh, with an Ascoli side that probably quality wise shouldn't have been competing at that level. It takes off over for Trophy, and he has the team there. The only thing, as I would say, is Sopi is going to Atalanta. Sopi played a really great match on the wing. And Deolofeo looks like he's still thinking about his transfer from Napoli. He did not look focused throughout the entire match. That's what I kept thinking when I was watching his game. That wasn't the same Deolofeo that I remember. They're still getting Udoji didn't play because he wrapped up his transfer with Spurs. That's but crazy, He's going to stay this season. That's crazy, by the way. It is, I know. Come on, I he know. was there to do his medical. I know, I, I think he's that's... On he's I think that's messed up because the season's underway and yeah. they, you, he's a starter for that they team. Missed him, they missed him against uh, against Milan. Yeah. For but, me, I didn't understand that. But regardless, they're going to have him for this season, so that's something to look forward to for the weekend. I didn't like fans. that, though. Yeah. Uh, let's go to... Uh, speak, we've been speaking about debuts, all the guys that had debuts. Jovic for Fiorentina scored in his debut. They struggled as well. 3-2 against Cremonese. <laughs> couple howlers from both goalkeepers. Golini Jesus. first and then Radu... Uh, ended up giving uh, giving Fiorentina the winner. Mandragora hit the ball. Radu again. Honestly, I just feel bad for the guy. Oh my god! I couldn't when I saw it. It literally broke my. You know what broke my heart is when he he put his hands I down to the know. ground. 
his head down to the ground he and pu- he punched the floor and I was like, uh, I, like felt uh, so bad. I know that dude in the 95th minute and knowing that the final whistle is gonna blow that's you know your team's not gonna get back into that and for relegation to every point that's that hurts that hurts my heart broke for Ronaldo even though we were making bad. we I were making fun a little bit you made for, fun of him yeah maybe I it did a little you. bit but I it, literally felt bad it was hard it was hard to see you never want to see something like nah, that I don't like that and, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, so, Bessa, I mean, keep, there's nothing else you can do. You just got to keep pushing forward and, and keep moving on for, for Radu. Uh, Fiorentina, though, 3-2. Good job from them winning at home. They had Rocco Comiso, who was there from the stands, That's looking right. on. First time he's been back in Italy in a little while. Uh, Mandragora, great signing that we're saying. Uh, Kwame looked good. Kwame looked freaking good. And healthy. Good. Yeah, yeah. Jovic is going to score goals. We know that. Yeah. They actually, if you're watching this today, the day that this gets released, they're playing against Twente in the Europa Conference League playoffs. 3 p.m. Eastern time. Let's hope, let's hope, let's hope. We need an Italian team to go forward. Italian team won this competition last year. Roma won it for the Italian teams. We need Fiorentina to go far. Vincenzo Italiano gets his debut in Europe. He said that it's a dream for him to finally make Europe. His style is suited towards that. I hope that throughout the the roster of the team is able to compete on the different fronts on on all the competitions. But I, I think that they'll manage. First step though, win today against Twente, and it is two legs, so they they will have to make the return leg. But either way, I feel pretty confident in Fiorentina's uh, abilities. Big step for Fiorentina. This, I mean, this what you dream as a president to play in three competitions. This is what it is. That's what big teams do. They gotta manage. They got to pace their players now, manage. It's not going to be two competitions anymore. It's an extra competition. It's going to be a lot harder, more stress on the players. Uh, and I'm, I I want to see if they're able to pull it off. I think they can. They had a pretty good Mercato, and the Mercato didn't finish it. I'm sure they'll bring in another player too. But they're yeah, talking about Bayrami and Barak. Me. They're saying Barak is very close to happen. Barak had a fantastic season at Verona last Bairami season. Barami is a sick yeah, player. Yeah, Barami is good. Very Bairami skillful. Is great from very Empoli. skillful. Yeah. I like Barami. He would be a great addition for them. And yeah. they just renewed uh, Milenkovic. They just extended Milenkovic's contract. Huge sign from them. Good job, Fiorentina. Big steps. Like I said, all the big eight won this weekend. Lazio was one of them. More scares. Six minutes into Luis Maximiliano's debut. Red card from Jeez. their goalkeeper, Providel, who was also making his debut, had to step on. Arnautovic scored the penalty kick. He stays at Bologna. He was linked to Man United and Juventus this season. But they did get back uh, into the match. It was a wild match. Two red cards, uh, own goal, last last comeback, last minute. Co- not last minute. I think Immobile scored the 80th minute. But they got the own goal from De Silvestri. And then, of course, Chido Immobile got on the score sheet. Lazio make it through. I hope that they keep Milinkovic-Savic. The rumors after Rabiot was not sold and now Man United are going to Savic have scared me a little bit. But Lazio, again, getting the job done, even if it was stressful at times. I didn't know where to look because I had Fiorentina and Lazio on at the same time. And both games were pretty crazy. It's interesting with Lazio. I want to see how they continue. And I'm I'm also excited for uh, Mihailovic, too. Uh, Some different players on this team. Arnautovic stayed after... Him very close to going to Manchester United, so he's gonna be a big factor this season. And Immobile is, is Immobile can get one couple kind of hit again. He is right. Just one of those things, right? I think so. Plus four fifty are the odds if you want to take them up. Oh, it's pretty massive. I might put a pretty penny on one of the. It's pretty massive. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. Mike, who was your MVP of the opening Serie A round? The MVP. Choose one player and tell me why. 
it's gotta be it's gotta be Gvara for me. Um coming coming in a new league like this, have a lot of pressure on your shoulders, taking over for Insigne, who's the captain, who's you know, who's been the soul for this Napoli team for so many years, and really impressing, scoring a goal, getting an assist, playing a very positive game. He he took he took the bull by the horns and he really impressed impressed me impressed a lot of people and he also does those fun FIFA celebrations so definitely can't fault him for that but I'm really gonna keep a, an eye on him this season he's one of those players that's gonna be fun to watch. Gravada was uh, my guy too. Luckily, oh, I wrote a second one down it. because okay. I had a feeling that you were gonna say Gravada. For me, Gravada is just it's the skill that he brings to the team. He's able he looks to dribble his man. He's physically big. He's over, I think he's 6'3 or 6'4. So he could wing, win yeah. on the headers. And he likes to dribble his man. He creates opportunities. He scores. He's gotten assists. He did so many things right. And to do that on your debut, it's one of the best debuts I can remember in quite some time. And honestly, I'm not surprised just because Napoli's scouting system is so strong. Since you said Prada, I'll play the opposite. I'll say another guy that was on my mind and that impressed me, Di Maria, Angel Di Maria for Juventus. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant debut for him. He is he brought exactly what they were expecting. You look at the service that he was bringing to Vlahovic, where he already got the assist. Vlahovic is the golden boy. You needed somebody there to help him. service him. Di Maria likes to dribble his man. He could still take on. Crosses, sends in balls that no other player on Juventus has the skill set to pick out those passes. Di Maria brings that to the team. Scored and got an assist on his debut. Unfortunately for the for the injury, but besides that, Di Maria was was fantastic. He was really really good. Yeah, it's a good one for sure. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. And he, he's uh, you were saying he'll be try to be hopefully try to be back for the Roma game, but it's 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 a little doubt on They're that. Going to reevaluate one. in ten days, but the newspapers but, uh, are saying ten to twenty five. We'll see for that one. But other, yeah, it's been other results that we didn't mention. Yeah, Sampdoria lost two zero to Atalanta. Toloi and uh, Lukman, another who just debutant. Yeah, another guy. Um, listen, Atalanta, if they pull it together, I still think it will be hard. Sampdoria is going to be one of those teams that fight for the bottom, but that was a result. Monza lost 2 1 to Torino. I was pretty disappointed in them. And <laughs> Yuri is still good, my guy. Yeah. Uh, everyone's counting out Torino, but Yuri is still a it's top true. coach. You're right about Can't that. Miranchuk scored on his debut, too. No, Jeez. another one. Spezia lost 1 uh, 0 to, uh, no, sorry, Empoli. Em Empoli lost 1-0 to Spezia. No Andrea Zoli, no party. Exactly. Bravo. I agree with that. I don't I don't I don't like that they sacked Andrea Zoli. Yeah. I took that very personally. And one of the funny things that happened outside of the Serie A, Mike, if there was one coach that you think would always win in a fight, <laughs> one coach that's got dog in him, who would it be? The boy from Lecce. <laughs> Dude, that was amazing. Lecce's finest. <laughs> Lecce's fine. Yo, I would not mess with Conte. Anthony Conte. Conte looks like the type that will bite you. Like, he'll straight up bite you. Conte looks like the guy, if he's losing a fight, he'll bite your ear off like Tyson. For real. Yeah, Like, 100%, I actually think 100%. that. He'll never back down. He'll take a piece of flesh off you if he has he's like, to. He's like that little brother that, like, no matter how many times he gets pinned down yeah. by the family, he just, like, yeah, just 100%. keeps going. Did you like that technique? Yeah, I mean, that's good. Not, not the best, but that's what something Conte would do so he doesn't lose. Maybe he doesn't know how to fight, maybe he doesn't know this. But, yo, if he's losing, he's bringing, he's bringing, something, he's bringing someone down with him. I kind of felt bad that I was watching this game, and it was just so exciting. Like, I love <laughs> I love that the coaches fight and argue. I that was hate, the best. I hate, 
oh, he played so good. The other coach is so Did great. Did you see it live? I love, yeah, watch it live. Dude, on the it full time, brilliant. I was like, oh, I hope they do it. It was brilliant. You heard what Tuchel said, though? No. Why they got in a fight? No. He said he didn't look at me in the oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't I look at me. And I was like, bro, that oh, was just an excuse. You, just, you were just annoyed that they conceded. Who was, who was right and who was wrong on that? Who was right on which? On the handshake. No, Tuchel was wrong. But they say, you know, Conte was wrong. A real, a real, you know. Professional should look him in the eye. Come on, bro. Don't don't try to egg this on. Was, Tuchel was mad that they conceded last minute. And maybe Chelsea's first goal shouldn't have counted. Whatever. And he was a little bitter. A little salty. So he just made up any excuse to get in an uh, altercation with Conte. My favorite thing was that it didn't end there. Uh, Conte took to his Instagram stories oh and said, I'm If I would have seen you go past me, I would have tripped you. That was great. It's phenomenal. I was surprised like, you both of that. I actually love the pettiness from this. Because they're competitors at the highest of level. Like... You should be mad when you're losing games. Like, emotions take over in a way that you do stuff that, yeah, you probably regret later on. But guess what? That's part of the way things are. Tottenham and Chelsea are going to be two really good teams this year. And they got coaches that matter behind their each of their benches. I loved it. I was all for it. I'm just sad that it was in the Premier League. You know, I wish it, I wish that kind of stuff would, would happen here. Honestly, I actually love that. It was fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. It was really fun. That I saw that... that repeat video probably yeah, 10,000 so times. times. <laughs> I was like, maybe I missed, maybe I missed something. The only was, other coach that I would say I would take in a fight is Gattuso. Gattuso's a, he'll come over and just like headbutt you. Yeah, he's I feel like that. he would be tough to fight. He's a tough fella for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. would be easy. Yeah, yeah. They have something, these, they they got some green then in Southern these Italian men. Yeah, maybe. They, they don't go down <laughs> without a fight. It's true. We'll put Antonio to the test. Bring out your boxing gloves. For, yeah, for sure, for sure. Guys, that is uh, our episode. Hopefully next week we have everybody back and we'll be back to normal. Let us know what you thought about the entire round of Serie A this weekend. As always, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, guys.